Let's take a look at the bigger picture. Andrew Rosen's with us, president of Diversified LLC. Andrew, good to see you. Your thoughts on the market, what we're seeing here? We had a run-up, but now um, the volatility is evident. Yeah, it, and I think you nailed it. I, until we know things are going to calm down with inflation and what the Fed's doing, you're going to continually see volatility, plain and simple. So I don't think you can get any real traction on a on a sustained bull run here. But we may have some good days, bad days. But I don't think we're ready to to call it call it call it the bottom yet. So what what do you advise investors to do? I mean, you know, there's thoughts here that some things are down 20, 30, 40 percent, depending upon what you look at. Are there opportunities, or are you more in a wait and see mode? Yeah, a little of both, Nicole. So. In our portfolios, we've definitely gone more defensive as we're waiting for things to really turn. So they're, they're still sort of worsening. We're waiting to see them bottom. So we've taken a defensive move basically across the board. We're starting to add a little more risk into fixed income as that seems to be the, the part of the market we see bottoming first as Fed we think next year is going to start slowing the rates, if not pause them and stop altogether. And a lot of that's priced in already. So we think there's some opportunities to start slowly adding in some risk on the fixed income and remaining diversified on the equity side, but definitely protecting the downside while looking for pockets on the upside, such as more domestic or larger companies we think are, are probably the, the area to be more heavily weighted today. Right, understood. So a little more defensive in a, in a book here. Um, tell me about something like energy, for example, which has done so well in this year, 2022. Is there still some opportunity? Some of it has pulled back a little bit, even though they're still up year to date. Some of them are dividend payers. Do you think that's a group that you like? And how would you break it down? How would you invest in that? Yeah, I mean, we're buying, candidly, we're buying broad indexes with energy across the board. We still have a heavy allocation there. We don't think it's it's done its run up. So we do like energy in our portfolios. There will come a time where maybe sometime next year we're going to start peeling back and maybe get rid of it all together as a, as a standalone sector and instead of letting it just be part of the overall picture. But right now we have a specific allocation to just the energy sector in general. I think it's poised to still have some legs left in it. Is it important to have growth and value in a in a portfolio now? Even though you said, "Look, I'm trying to be a little cautious," but is growth is there still some a place for growth? Yeah, for sure. So we have got an equal weighting to growth and value at our firm. The big change that's happened when it comes to growth is we've really overweighted the stronger, more stable names in that space. So high quality growth companies versus more spec or further further. Uh, down the line earning type companies in the tech sector. So we've trimmed back the more risky names and we've overweighted the more stable names because we think they're going to, although the smaller cap and some of the mid caps are priced really well, we're still not ready to add a lot back there in the growth side specifically. Right, right. What about fixed income? Um, where are the opportunities there? Because we've spent a lot of time talking about equities. Tell me a little bit about the other side of it. Yeah, great question, Nicole. So we're looking at investment grade quite a bit. So we have an overweight to investment grade, much smaller amounts in the high yield and emerging debt areas. We, we've slowly started a couple months ago adding in some duration. We've been a little shorter duration for the for really most of the year, but now we're starting to have the appetite to, to add duration 
and, and we're keeping a real close uh, eye on what's happening with the Fed and what they're telling and what they're signaling. And once that really starts to really starts to subside, we're really going to probably go hard in, in extended duration. Right. Understood. At what point will you say I'm finally bullish? Uh, it's a great question. So we're looking at a lot of indicators, right? One is what's happening with inflation. That seems to be the tail that's wagging this dog right now because inflation is leading to what's happening with the Fed. So really two key things, inflation slash Fed movement. And then the other is just looking at broader indicators that we, we look at 20, 30 different indicators. Once we start them really bottoming, that they're still trending down. We need to see them at least stay flat for a couple months, and then we're we, we're really going hard on risk on. Mm -hmm. And what about the Fed? I mean, how much clarity do you need? At this point, we know the Fed has been very aggressive, 75 basis points every single time, likely to see that November 1st and 2nd. Do you think we'll get a different sort of message from the Fed this time around? What would you like to hear? Yeah, well, Last, last month, we started to see some of the members start to deflect a little and start to suggest that maybe we're, maybe we're not letting the, the increases play through the market and too aggressively raising. I think you're going to start to see a little more chatter on that this month, and, and hopefully when we see CPI next month, we really start to see things trending in the right direction. So I think we're probably a couple months out before we're, we're ready to, to, to say that they've showed their hand enough that we feel confident what the next year looks like from their moves. Of course, it's anyone's guess, but I think we're starting, we're, we're on the precipice here. Last month was really telling to me as we started to see a lot of these, the, the members of the Fed start to, to not be aligned with just blindly raising at these incredible rates. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about earnings season? Are you learning anything yet? Um, I know we've seen a theme about headwinds from the U.S. dollar being so strong or um, advertising budgets being a little weaker, things like that. What are you learning from earnings season so far? Are you watching guidance closely? What are you watching for? Yeah, so we're, we're looking more macro, like how many, for, how many companies, what the CEOs are, are really saying from projections because they're, they're really a, more of a leading indicator to us, right? They're telling us where we're going, where they see they have the pulse on different sectors in the market. So we're keeping a close eye on what they're saying, less from the dollars and cents and earnings, more from what they're, what they're predicting moving forward, because I think that's a real good gauge of where things are going. And let's remember, markets are forward-looking. They're six-month forward-looking. So we'll start climbing out of this before we feel we should be right before we think things have completely turned around. So really understanding what they see looking forward, because they're telling you where the market's going today based on the future. And then I think, you know, probably three, six months back to that, you'll start to see things really pop. Right. Andrew, good to see you. Thank you so much. Andrew Rosen, Diversified LLC. Thank you, Andrew.